Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie, Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Leonard. And we want to welcome back to the podcast, Matt Mortensen from the Fun V Podcast. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for letting us ride in the Fun V for a little while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is uh, Minute 82 of Fright Night. It begins with a struggling wolf and ends with a struggling half-wolf. Yeah, Peter is looking around to see what has happened. We we look down at the moving chandelier, and which is obscuring the wolf. Uh, but we see it's thoroughly impaled and crawling into the shadows of the stairway. Um, I love yes. Peter's just looking at this like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love the look on his face. You know what he's you know what he's really thinking. And I'm looking at seconds uh, nine through twelve. He's going. Wait a minute! That chandelier was destroyed the last minute, and now it's perfectly fine. Because <laughs> it's perfectly fine if you look at it. I mean, it's missing not, not a, a couple of things. I'm missing a couple well, things. Well, missing a few bulbs, but not no glass broken on that bad boy. So yeah. hopefully, Mrs. Brewster is not too pissed when she gets up. Now, when she gets home sweep, she'll never know. <laughs> well, she doesn't sweep. We established that in the last minute. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, this is the uh, uh, Robin Reed segment of uh, most of these minutes. Uh, I got some good trivia here from uh, – this is from the magazine Cinefax. Uh, Steve Johnson created a cable-operated dummy wolf for this first sequence. He says, we made a wolf eh, – we made a wolf. We made a mold from a taxidermy form and cast an armature skeleton inside a soft foam rubber body. We then had a taxidermist cover it with genuine wolf skin that matched pictures of the real wolf we used in the film. Later, we made some cuts in the pelts and patched it with spandex. It looked very natural. We had about six puppeteers operating the creature, manipulating it in such a way as to suggest it was suffering, something we never could have done with our trained wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, well, that answers a question that that we had in the last minute yesterday. Yep. He did say trained wolf, not wolves. Oh. So even though oh, it might look point. a little different from shot to shot, it might just be the lighting. Like you That's said. true. That's true. Uh, goes on and says, uh, John Bruno and Richard Edlund designed the sequence, taking full advantage of partial darkness and quick glimpses. Uh, John Bruno says, I storyboarded, I storyboarded the werewolf transition in an American werewolf in London. And a lot of people complained that while the transformation itself was very good, shooting it in a brightly lit room revealed too much of the rubber. Um, so apparently the, the Brewster foyer was already storyboarded to have a wolf transformation happen in the middle of the floor in the full light. So John Bruno restructured the scene to have the wolf hit the chandelier so it would make it obscure the wolf and throw shadows as it moved. Then he had the initial design of the set changed. Um, so there's space underneath the stairs. 
Yeah. He says, okay. uh, this is all a precaution. He says, uh, no matter how well we did it, I still wanted to leave a lot to the audience's imagination. Well, I'm glad you said that part because when I first watched this, you know, again for this podcast, my I'm, I'm not kidding. My first thought was, why is there so much space under those stairs? That's not normal. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've built houses and I, I, I don't think houses have that very often. There's usually a, a cupboard or like some, it's built into the, you know, the framing of other walls. And so I, that's funny you say that because, yeah, the wolf does, does go and hide and, and that's natural because that's what a wounded animal would do. Mm-hmm. So it works. Yeah, usually you'd like, you know, wall that in and maybe stash a boy wizard underneath, you know. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I love that you said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get the poor, pathetic groaning of the wolf. But oh, I, it's I, heartbreaking. It is. It is. This is a heart, kind of a heartbreaking week, <laughs> I'd have to say. Uh, I love the swinging chandelier, though, as it keeps going. Because yeah. it is working to cover up the effects, but it's also very psycho. Yeah. Oh, so the lighting is is flickering about. I didn't notice that. Let me just look at that. Okay. Yeah. You're. Yeah. That's amazing. It's just going back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Peter makes his way down the stairs slowly and winds the bottom as we see little wolf paws squirm under the staircase. And I gotta say, it's just so it's so off putting. It, it's so unnatural looking. It, and uh, I like that Peter has this kind of like disgusted look on his face, but yeah. also like interested in what's going on here. Like, what is up here? Like, you know, he's scared, but he's also, I don't know, he's like, he's horror-minded, yet trying to explain it scientifically. Brain is kind <laughs> yeah. of tingling. Right. Yeah, second 39, his eyebrows go up, and he's like, oh, curious. And then thir- in second 40, they go down, like, horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and then his head shakes. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Hey, you know what I need to say before you go on with yeah. your, uh, with your with carefully done research that i don't i don't know if i want to say this is my favorite minute in the movie but it certainly is a minute that i think encapsulates the whole movie yeah (laughs) because this is some major creature effects going on uh 80s style and it's roddy mcdowell just face acting Mm -hmm. and that's this whole movie to me it's amazing really when you chop it up this is this is great i love this minute yeah we've built some great characters we've told a great story so far and you know the 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 heavy lifting really was in the script and just this, you know, the teases, the scares. But now it's like Tom Holland's like, have at it, boys, to the creature effects department. And it's like, let's go yeah. along, you know. Um, yeah, incredible. There's another idea here that is, you know, different than what you might see in other uh, vampire slash werewolf creature films is, uh, you know, Steve Johnson, who, you know, visual effects artist, uh, came up with the idea that it, this whole reversion back to human and, and the struggle to uh, stay on top of it all, it, it, he wanted it to be um, asymmetrical, just this uneven reverting back to human. It'd just be even more scarier that it's it's not just a complete transformation back. It is all sorts of messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think we see more of that in the next minute. You know, there's like torso goes, but body, but face doesn't. And, yeah. you know, one eye, but not the other. Yeah, that's right. That is, I think we're, as humans, we're like designed to love symmetry. And so to have asymmetry, it's, it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. That's pretty genius. Uh, we see now next an uh, elongated foot. Yeah. How the how did they do this? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. It's amazing. Uh, well, 
to get it to go from like a size 38 to a size 10, <laughs> they had uh, basically a, a foam rubber foot and they had an extending mechanism inside of it and they just uh, extended it out mm. and then and filmed it and then just reversed the shot. Yeah, yeah. So it shrinks down. So I wonder if they had to, um, I guess that wouldn't make a difference. Uh, the lighting, it doesn't matter which way the light was swinging, right? Mm. You wouldn't have to reverse. It's going to be the same. It's still going to be going back and forth. But that's really clever. It's very just blue and veiny and bloody. and Yeah, that's a gross-looking foot. Those toenails <laughs> yeah. need to be trimmed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and again, the shadows are working great here because it's covering up some of the um, the transformation effects. So you're not just you don't you can't really scrutinize it for too long before a shadow goes over it. Uh, the next one is one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, oh. Is the oh, yeah. paw turning back into a hand? Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that the documentary "You're So Cool, Brewster: The Story of Fright Night" is out there because uh, Steve Johnson actually uh, explained how they did that in it. So I'll just read what he says. Um, he says, "I made a skeleton dog paw." And then literally built up several human hand muscles, veins, and tendons, and then put a thin gelatin skin to make it look exactly like a human hand. Then these tendons were attached to cables that we could pull underneath the floor, and they were also made of gelatin. And so, off frame, we put these space heaters, uh, ramped the heat up, melted the hell out of it, and while we're melting it, when the skin got soupy, we'd pull the muscles and veins away to reveal the wolf paw. And then, of course, they reverse the shot. Reverse the shot, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how you see the wolf paw grow tendons in human skin and turn into a human hand. Oh, because it so starts cool. off as a human hand. And yeah. they just freaking melt the shit out of it and yeah. pull it apart. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, you, can, you can totally tell that this is the same way they did Tote's face and all the Nazis in, in oh, the yeah. Lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, Roddy is just giving such great reactions to this. Shut your eyes, Roddy. (laughs) Don't look at it. Don't look at it. He's grossed out, but doesn't seem as scared as he was before. Just kind of like intrigued. Well, also, I think his pity is starting to show on his face. It definitely is. Yeah. Those those eyebrows go neutral now. They're not up or down. He's just uh, pitying Mm -hmm. for sure. Well, it's because of the sounds. I was going to comment about the sounds. I mean, yeah. this this creature is making just those kind of sounds that your dog makes when you just fear that you have to take them in and have them put down. Mm, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, I feel for you. Mm. It, it's very realistic. I don't know. Do you know who did the sound on this movie? Have you talked about that? Uh, no, I haven't actually. I didn't look that didn't look that one up. No, it's it's not your Ben Burt. <laughs> probably. <laughs> no, probably <laughs> <it's> not. <laughs> Very good. I, I love that. I mean, because this this whole scene, as I said, this whole minute is just uh, Roddy uh, emoting with his face and this creature just going through trauma. And I mean, I know you're going to talk about the makeup probably next, but it, it's like yeah. you see it and it's just it's just yeah, it's heart wrenching even for a horrifying creature. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, I'll obviously put some of these. Uh, I have some behind the scenes photos of them putting. Um, Ed in this next form here, but uh, yeah. then we so so then we see a red hairy heaving chest impaled with the leg of the bureau. Um, and Peter is now I wrote down morbidly curious and just kind of sits down on a stair to get a better look. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now we see him evil in a more human beast form, struggling to get the stake out of his chest. Um, it's breathing and its whines are more labored. Um, 
And uh, yeah, it's like a slightly hairy human form with a wolf head. And uh, yeah, darn it, my notes say more on this tomorrow. So uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is, is there anything else about this minute that uh, you guys wanted to get into? I think we kind of talked it to death, but yeah. this is kind of a shorter one. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think that's pretty good. I mean, we do get to see like uh, all this motion of this animal as he tries to pull it out and then it yeah. cuts to black. Yeah. Yep, if you're watching a minute by minute, of course, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to watch anything. <laughs> yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, this this could be a short one t- uh, this Tuesday. Uh, so we'll wrap it up. Um, Matt, thanks a lot for uh, guesting with us. Obviously, you're going to want to come back tomorrow to find out more about uh, creature effects and wolf stuff and wolf pyres and all that kind wow. of thing. I just need to know what happens to this beautiful creature. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Uh, Matt, you want to let people know where they can find you? Yeah, certainly. Come and listen to us talk about the MCU over at the Fun V podcast and check out my new project at the at the Parkway Theater podcast where we are discussing uh, various 80s and 70s, 90s classic movies and possibly doing some live shows if you're in the Minneapolis, St. Paul area. It makes me want to visit Minneapolis to see this theater because uh, that, that that all sounds awesome to me. A person stranded in rural Vermont with, uh, you know, no real connection to uh, uh, any of this stuff. <laughs> Let's have to drive a couple hours. But uh, that's so cool. Uh, as for us, we're going to put a stake in this episode. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Men. Send your feedback to Fright Night Minute at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm John Landis. <laughs> and I'm Matt. Thanks for listening. Have a fright night, everyone. He's a vampire. A what? <laughs> <laughs> You're so cool, Brewster. <laughs>